Hi, I'm Daphne Maxwell-Reed. You probably know me as Aunt Viv, one of your favorites, I hope. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for stopping by once again for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 524 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we go back to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on uh, HBO Max. Very shortly, they're going to be having a special for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The whole cast is going to be coming back, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And we have Aunt Vivian here to join us. It's uh, Daphne Maxwell-Reed. She's going to be joining us. Daphne has also been in many, many, many TV shows and things like that. But uh, she also is going to be in a a Christmas movie. Uh, That's what everybody's doing right now. It's called The Business of Christmas. It's going to be on BET. So uh, Daphne will be coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And uh, what do you say? we got some changes coming to On Screen and Beyond. I'll get you information on that coming up shortly. Uh, in a couple of weeks here, I'll let you know about it. Uh, just some just some things going to be coming your way. going to be kind of interesting. And uh, let's see. That's it. Why don't we get right into it? It's time for Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Remake Madness. Well, not a whole lot going on right now, but uh, a remake of Scorpion King is in the works from Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, of course, and Universal. And Johnson played the original Scorpion King, and uh, there's no word right now if he's, uh, with all his his tight schedule, they're not sure he's going to be actually in the film, but uh, we'll keep you updated on that. And that's it for Remake Madness, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Upcoming new movies, James Corden and Melissa McCarthy will join forces in a film called Super Intelligence. McCarthy sets out to save the world in this comedy. And Emily Blunt, Jamie Dornan, Christopher Walken, and John Hamm will star in a romantic comedy on December 11th called Wild Mountain Time. And Mario Lopez will produce and voice the title character in Ollie. It's a live-action animated film about a skateboarding bulldog. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a look at what's coming away as far as sequels. <laughs> Sequel City, it looks like director James Gunn said the script for Guardians of the Galaxy is written and most production heads are hired. No word yet when it will start filming. Movement is happening on a Bloodshot sequel with Vin Diesel. At this point, it is strictly in development, though. Mission Impossible 7 is filming and is looking for a November 19th, 2021 release. 
And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a look at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, let's see, what do we have here? The Neighborhood Season 2 arrives on DVD on December 1st. The Expanse Season 4 lands on Blu-ray on December 15th. And December 8th, you can look for Hawaii Five O, the complete series. Now, this is the 2010 episodes, you know, not, the, not the original ones. And that'll land on December 8th, as I said, on DVD. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, Tenant goes Blu-ray and DVD on December 15th. Disney's Mulan is now available on 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. And you can look for the Rita Hayworth collection as it hits Blu-ray and DVD on November 17th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, The Umbrella Academy, has been renewed for Season 3 on Netflix. And Kevin Hart is going to get another stand-up comedy special on Netflix. You can look for that on November 17th. And uh, just recently, of course, we had a guest here called Carly Hughes. And she was on American Housewife. And it seems that uh, she is now off the show. She has left the show for uh, discrimination and toxic environment. So that's uh, that's an interesting thing to find out now. And let's see. Uh, sadly, this past week, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek passed away at the age of 80. That's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we are sitting down with Daphne Maxwell-Reed, who is on Vivian on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They are going to be having a special reunion show on HBO Max, so you want to be get ready for that. She's also in The Business of Christmas, a movie that will be on BET. I believe it's uh, December 1st, I think that one is. And um, she's got a lot of things in the works. Uh, let's find out. Daphne Maxwell-Reed is next, right here on Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is an actress, a model, a writer, a photographer, a cook, a seamstress, a clothing designer, and the list just goes on and on. She has appeared on Simon & Simon, Frank's Place, Hill Street Blues, Snoops, and many others. On HBO Max, at Thanksgiving, she will reunite with her fellow cast members of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, in which she played the role of Aunt Vivian on the 90s hit show. And on December 1st, she will be starring in The Business of Christmas on Netflix. It's Daphne Maxwell-Reed. Daphne, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you so very much. How are you? Great, great. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a really joy to have you on the show because uh, I, I watched you on uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for so long, it, it seems like we know you. <laughs> Did I grow you up? <laughs> well, no, I was, I was a little grown up then. I'm, I'm kind of old. <laughs> Then you're the second or third, the second generation there. <laughs> yes, but I still enjoyed the show. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, my first question, Daphne, is uh, after that introduction, is there anything that you do not do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
Yeah, I don't clean houses very much. So <laughs> I let somebody else do that. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I, I'm not much into masonry or, or um, woodworking, but I have done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all the things that you do, uh, what, I mean, I don't want to say you, you, you didn't really cue in on, on acting alone because you, you know, you, you've just progressed all over, you know, forever here, but uh, what made you become an actress? It was an opportunity, and I took advantage of it. I had uh, been a model for many years and was at an ad agency, I mean a talent agency in Chicago, working through it, and um, something came into town, a show uh, starring Robert Conrad, for Mm -hmm. us old heads who remember him from the Wild Wild West, the original. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the batteries on his shoulder. Um, and he uh, interviewed me for, well, auditioned me for a show that he was doing in Chicago and hand wrote me into the show. Wow. And I just had my break into a kind of a Hollywood from Chicago. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. That was my start in professional um, acting as an actress. I had been acting, according to my mother, since I was three months old, but um, (laughs) I did some acting in high school. I was with the group theater workshop that became the Negro Ensemble Company run by Robert Hooks. It was fabulous. But that was like fun and games on Saturday afternoon, Mm -hmm. and I never considered in the 60s becoming an actress. Because there were not a lot of examples that I could look to to see someone making a living from it if they were a black woman. Mm-hmm. So I was headed for education, and I was going to be a teacher. And when I got to uh, Northwestern University and decided I didn't want to be a teacher, <laughs> I decided to study interior design and architecture, which I had more of a passion for. Wow. So. Now I got to ask you this: if you, from interior design and architecture, how did you get into clothing design? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been sewing since I was oh eight or nine years old. My mother was a seamstress, and uh, everybody in my house sewed. My dad sewed. <laughs> everybody sewed. Mm-hmm. So I grew up sewing and making my own clothes from the time I was about nine or ten years old. And I kept doing that because I have very particular tastes, and I couldn't afford to buy them in the store, so I could afford the fabric, so I made them. Hmm. And I always had something unique because you couldn't find the color or the style that I was wearing in any of the stores. Wow. Now, is it true? I mean, we read a lot of things on the internet, but uh, you know, is it true that you made some of your costumes for the the, the shows that you were on? Yes, wow. for sure. Simon and Simon, for sure. I made a lot of the outfits that I wore on that show. Huh. Lots of times, I I show up in uh, something I've made. A lot of gowns, a lot of um, suits, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, you're a busy lady. <laughs> <laughs> Now, a lot of people prefer to sit and watch television, but uh, I prefer to keep my hands busy. Hmm. Well, you can do both. <laughs> you can watch it. And... Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 
the way I have my studio set up, my um, back is to the TV if I'm at the sewing machine. So uh. <laughs> I killed that. <laughs> yeah. Now, modeling, was that – that must have been – a, a tough thing back in in the 60s i mean you know that that was the the, the years of twiggy and things like that and and uh, it's 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 was it always it was it a cutthroat type thing to be in no not the way i was in it mm-hmm. <laughs> i i was uh discovered uh and put in the real girl issue of 17 magazine way back in 1967 mm-hmm. And from that full-page article that they did on girls who had achieved something, I had achieved a merit scholarship, a national merit scholarship to college, and uh, so I was selected. Uh, we got big prizes of going to New York and going to a Broadway show and staying at the Waldorf Astoria. Mm-hmm. And I got to room with the Betty Crocker Bake Off winner and the baton twirling champion of Ohio. I mean, it was a great time. But um, from that picture, a friend of mine introduced me to Eileen Ford, who was a leading uh, modeling agency in New York at the time. Mm -hmm. I was in school. I was at Northwestern in Chicago. But Eileen Ford wanted me to be on her roster, so she put me in a special category, they called it. I was there with who did... um, uh, love uh, or what Allie McGraw oh yes and I were in the special section of modeling on her roster and we were called a special selection anyway I was in school most of the time and flying back and forth to New York to model and had kind of I would say a mentor a woman named Amy Green who was always looking out for me and she would call me and she'd say okay come on in we got something for you and uh, one time she brought me in and said, okay, sit on the window there, put on this red jacket, just pull your hair over to the side, put some mascara on, some lip gloss, that's all. That's, and the photographer would be here in a minute. Well, the photographer walked in, and I'm sitting on the window, and he said, um, look over here. And he shot maybe 15 shots. And then I went back to school. Now, that's when you could fly between New York and Chicago for $25 round trip to <laughs> there. <laughs> so I was going back and forth a lot. And uh, that fall, that was the fall of 69, I walked past the newsstand and I saw my face on the cover of Glamour magazine. Wow. That you must that have been thrilled. that shot. You must have been thrilled. It, it was a surprise. Oh, <laughs> you didn't even know. No. Oh, 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 oh. wow. <laughs> I had been doing editorial, so I would be inside the magazine most of the time wearing something new that they were promoting or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had, they had never said, oh, this is a cover try. So I never had the pressure of that cutthroat business. Ah. I wasn't there to become a supermodel. They didn't have such a thing back then, but... I was there as a working junior model, and I worked as much as they let me work, and I was in school and stayed on schedule with school. So it wasn't like modeling was a career choice. It was an opportunity, and I knew how to smile. And since they were paying me to smile, I could smile. (laughs) And when the paychecks came in, you smiled even more. (laughs) It was a nice 
time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Wow, that's that's incredible. That's... So I went from modeling to commercial, and when I got my first commercial that I ever auditioned for, I got and it was a national commercial, and I got into SAG with that commercial, and that was back in nineteen. 70, maybe even 69. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah. And I was born blessed. I know that. I was given gifts that I have to manifest or I'd be insulting my maker. So I took advantage of every opportunity, learned all I could about what was going on, where I was. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time and the right complexion and the right demeanor and the right professionalism. And I just kept working. We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How did you come about getting the part of Aunt Vivian on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Well, I had done many, many, many series. Um, you mentioned Frank's Place and Simon and Simon. Mm -hmm. I was on a couple of episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati. I'd been working since 1979 in Los Angeles. And uh, my husband, Tim Reed, and I had done Frank's Place and Snoop's, which starred us. And he exec produced, and we were exhausted. So we were getting ready to move to Virginia, and I got a call asking me to come to an audition. And I said, what is it? And they said, oh, it's called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and it's um, it's a half-hour sitcom with a, a, a rap star. And I'm going, uh, thank you, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, no. So I didn't go to the audition. And that fall when I turned on the television and saw that show, I said, what a cute show that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I was very surprised. But I said, well, that, that's good for them. Three years later, they called me and asked me what I come to audition for the role of Aunt Vivian. And I'm thinking, hmm, there already is an Aunt Vivian. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said, I'll be there. What the heck? It's a job for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it took two and a half weeks and about five auditions. And uh, about the third audition, I fell in love with James Avery, and I guess we seemed to click. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I got the part, and I was a happy girl. I'm sure, gee. What, what was Will Smith like to work with? Uh, you know, I mean, he was young then. He was very young. Yeah, but by the time I'd been there, he'd been doing this for three years. Right, so yeah. He's a quick study, believe me. Mm -hmm. I was impressed that he was such a quick 
I mean, he was so involved in every aspect of it. I really appreciated that. He wasn't this star, you know, running out to say his lines and go back in his room and chill. Mm-hmm. He was giving 150% for rehearsals. So he really, you know, kept us all on our toes. But um, I was really impressed with his business sense and his innate intelligence. We used to have conversations on the couch. The family would sit down between scenes or rehearsals while the writers and the producers were doing something. And we would have philosophical discussions. We would talk about books and literature and development and all sorts of things. He was on the ball. Hmm. So I was not surprised when it came to the end of Fresh Prince, and he gave us a warning, and the end of year five, he says, there will be only one more year of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So, you know, make your plans to do whatever you want to do after that. And um, I watched him bloom from six degrees of separation to Independence Day to having his own production company. And now, I mean, Mr. Mobile. Right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm proud of him. He's, he's like watching one of my nephews grow up. It, it, it was really a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. And it, and from what you initially thought, and, 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 you know, I mean, this is stereotyping, and I shouldn't say this, but, uh, you know, the the whole rap thing that you you know yeah. that you thought you probably thought well no this isn't going to last you know I, I knew a lot about rap because my um, stepson my bonus son um, was in the rap industry mm-hmm. and I knew what they were talking about yeah. and I said uh, no <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that there were other forms of rap right. And, what Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince did was very different from all the other gangster rap that was going on at the time. Yes, so, yes, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it, and and revelation. And Will's, I mean, he was a rapper, but it was a um, a, a friendly rap. PG. Yes. And it was just, and, and, you know, and he's so, he just, he's, well, he seems to be a, a fun person, you know. Fun, amiable, charismatic. You know, when you see him, that he has that it factor mm. because of the way the light glows around him as he smiles. I yeah. mean, it's, some folks have that, just have it naturally. And he has it and uses it well and respectfully. Yeah. And I really, really am proud of how he has handled himself and carried on his mission of creating a business that is just fantastic for him. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of other people. Hmm. So so what I, I take it, and, and what was it like uh, to, uh, to be on the show? I take it that it was a a, a fun place to to work. Oh yeah, they they treated me from day one like I had been there all along. They embraced me. They knew of my work from the other shows that I'd done. I had the respect of the cast and the crew, and I was just embraced. I was greeted with 
dozens of red roses, and it was just lovely. Wow. And working with James Avery, it, it couldn't have gotten any better than that. Mm, yeah. So, I don't know if you can tell us much about what goes on in the HBO Max uh, special, uh-huh. reunion special, uh-huh. but if you can, what, 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 is, what goes on in it? <laughs> the HBO special is a 30-year reunion shot on the day, the first day that the show aired back in 1993. Really? Wow. Shot on the same day. And it, it is a reunion. It is the first time that all of us have been together in a very, very long time. We've seen each other in, you know, bunches, <laughs> but not all together at the same time. Mm-hmm. And there were lots of surprises. There were lots of, of surprise guests. There was lot of tears and laughter and dancing and it was an amazing day and i hope that you get to have as much fun watching it as we did shooting it i'm sure we will it's it's always it's always fun to see these these different shows bringing back the, the cast and you know like you say they don't probably haven't been together for years or possibly the, the, the whole time since Forever. the show ended yeah 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 but we we stayed in touch this truly is one of the um genuine families that was formed in television uh sometimes you get blessed with a great cast but you don't form a family mm-hmm. and wkrp was a family i love that um, show that was great <laughs> yeah it was I mean, the writers, the producers, everybody, the cast, it was a family. It was birth, death, um, babies being born. It was a family. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Fresh Prince was that. It was birth, death, marriages, everything. Yeah. And it was, and still is, a strong family unit. Yeah. We've got each other's back. It, it seems like, and, and of course, you know, maybe... 20 years from now 30 years from now we'll say the same thing about the shows that are on now but but they don't the shows now don't seem to have that same feel as far as you know the shows that were in the 70s 80s and 90s as far as a family show right they they are attempting to keep up with the rawness of what they think uh, reality is at this point in life mm-hmm. and they tend to show the side that causes the the seedy laugh it's not a laugh from situation it's a laugh from punchline and there's a whole difference between having a purpose with your script and making a point or just saying things to make people laugh mm-hmm and now what they call reality television, which can't possibly be reality because there's a camera in the room. I know. <laughs> it cracks me up when somebody says, oh, I wasn't expecting you. <laughs> well, what was the cameraman doing behind you? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And why do you have on all that makeup? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, it, times were different. 
it's like people say, are you doing a reboot of Fresh Prince? I said, no, you can't do that. Mm. You can't recapture the context of the time and the lightning that got caught in that bottle at that time. You can't recreate that. Right. So I say, don't try. Mm-hmm. Do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And a lot of times they'll they'll remake shows, and it's like, why? <laughs> lay there. <laughs> why? You know, it's not the same. It's not going to bring back the people who enjoyed the first show because it's not the same people. And no. it's, I don't know. It's just, you know. What's the point? I'm just Did getting old, I guess. run out of ideas? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, there's got to be a lot more ideas out there that that you could come up with than remaking something that, you know. Well, a lot of times it has to do with um, what the advertisers who are basically running the network um, decide will bring the most eyeballs. Yeah. And they have a different skew on (laughs) the audience that they're looking for, I understand. So... Mm. I guess that's why they do them. Yeah, yeah. So what was it like being back with everybody once again? Oh, it was fabulous. It was, it was really exciting because Will produced this show. Westbrook Productions, his production company, produced it. And what they did was make sure that we were going to be as surprised as everybody else is going to be. So we were all housed in different hotels. We were quarantined. Of course, we had the COVID quarantine. We had our testing. We had the that, the that, you know, all the protocols that you have to have now to be with a human being on set. <laughs> and um, we got there, and it was, I mean, shooting from the minute you stuck your foot out of the car. So it was big surprises, big hugs for all of us, and then greeting the whole cast on the they did a remake of the original uh, living room set oh. and we were all going oh my god that's the same picture where did they find this where did they find that <laughs> so there was a lot of that and uh, it was high energy and love and hugs and just delighted to see everybody hmm. So how long is the special? I, I haven't heard. I haven't either. Oh, you haven't either? Yeah. Do you know the <laughs> no. date? Is, is, it, is it on no. Thanksgiving? No, it's not on Thanksgiving, I understand. But I think it may be on the 19th, which is next week. Yep. Isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So. I think it's on the 19th. It's between the 19th and Thanksgiving. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm sure they're waiting for Will to make the big social media announcement uh yeah but um i i have no idea and i'm sure when hbo got the call from will smith saying i'd like to do a reunion thing <laughs> i'm they sure they I did, at it. right <laughs> i don't think they bought too much on that one <laughs> no because they had already bought the fresh prince for um their next season of reruns oh yeah huh so uh now exciting Yes, yes. Uh, can't can't wait to see that. Now, on on December first, mm-hmm. you, you you're you've got more things going on. Like I said earlier, the business of Christmas. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yes, and I I need to correct um, the business of Christmas is not going to be on Netflix. It was bought out from Netflix by BET. Oh, okay. So it's going to be on BET. On BET, okay. Yeah, and it was a beautiful little movie about a family who owns a toy store, and um, the landlord is trying to get them out, and we fall a little behind on our mortgage and have to find how to raise the money to save our store and our grown kids all have lives of their own but we're trying to get them to come back and help us Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, it's a lovely lovely little film with a great cast and we were very very lucky we finished shooting three days before they locked down California from COVID wow So uh, we're anxious to see this. It yeah. was such a lovely, lovely um, working environment. Yeah. How did you get involved with this one? I got a phone call. said, we want you to star in this movie. This is how much we'll pay you. I said, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I read the script, and it was very cute and very heartwarming. I said, yeah. And Tim had been doing Christmas movies for the past three years. He's got like five of them that pop up all the time. And I said, I got to do a Christmas movie. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep up with him. (laughs) I got to try to keep up. (laughs) You've left Hollywood, right? Oh, long time ago. You're you're a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Was that a tough decision or did you, you you were just tired of it? (laughs) (laughs) Not a hard decision at all. (laughs) When I first got to Hollywood in the late 70s, it was a cool place. There were places to hang out. There were, there were three ways you could drive on and move. <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you can get on the, the freeway now, but you're not moving. <laughs> no, you don't get on the freeway now. It, it has gotten bizarre. <laughs> and it's a wonderful place to work. But I don't like living there. So we mm. choose not to. We've lived in Virginia since 1989. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And much, I, I mean, I'm not knocking California, but <laughs> it's, it, that I'm is much nicer. Keep working. Keep, I love the weather, but I yes. don't like sitting around and people don't have anything to talk about the show business. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and Virginia is such a beautiful place, too. Oh, yeah. We came here. We had bought a farm. It was just wonderful. Ah, it was like breathing again after working so hard. But, of course, our business manager called us after a couple of years to say, uh, uh, y'all like that farm, don't you? You better go to work. <laughs> so, Tim got Sister Sister and I got Fresh Prince. And um, by the time I got through with Fresh Prince, we had decided to build a movie studio in Virginia and uh, built the first full-service film studio that Virginia had. And it was lovely and it it rained for about 18 years and then we sold it about maybe six seven years ago wow and um we did lots of great work there made movies television shows we made a series called links that was on showtime for two years mm-hmm. and movies that have been in the theaters and uh, we've done all sorts of things there but a lot of times you had to um, sell and create at the same time and it was wearing my poor husband out so I said okay 
back up. <laughs> we'll get, this has to go. And the whole industry had changed. They weren't shooting in sound stages anymore. Everybody was on location. And Virginia was not giving tax credits. Mm-hmm. So we said, okay, bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. Too big a fight. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you mentioned that you were on Simon & Simon. Um, uh-huh. And uh, how how was that one working on that show? Those, those that was I was, that was always a fun show too. I really loved those guys. A lot of the uh, writers and producers were from KRP. Oh, really? So we had we were working with family, <laughs> ah. and um, and it was just a lot of fun. And they wrote me in as Tim's girlfriend. Hmm. So I had a lot of fun with those guys, and. Tim and I were working together again. <laughs> well, speaking of working with family, Frank's Place, the two of you work together, right? Oh, yeah, that's a show that Tim created with Hugh Wilson, who is the man who created WKRP. WKRP, yes, yes. And that was a real gem of a show. And it's a show that when I see it now, if I watch an episode, I'm in tears at the end. <laughs> so... <laughs> It, it just meant so much to me to see the richness of those characters and the stories that were told. It was just a fine, fine show. Mm-hmm. Now, of all the shows you've been on, whether they were long-term or, or even just a guest appearance on, uh, is there any one that you you really enjoyed a lot? I mean, you were just so grateful that you could be on that show. Every single show I have ever been on. I have been grateful. I'm not the person who strives to get somebody else's place or to to become a big celebrity. I, I could care less. <laughs> I like the work. Mm-hmm. I like the camaraderie. I like the teamworkness of it. I like the creativeness of it. And I like that I'm good at it. Yeah. And I just enjoy I guess the most fun I had with a character was on Lynx, where mm-hmm. I played a very, very high-class senators and judges-only hooker. <laughs> and uh, I had the best lines. It was great. Sending out zingers. It was just so much fun. <laughs> Villain or good guy? Which one would you rather play? Either. Either one? Doesn't make it difference. I played crazy people. <laughs> mindlessly crazy and that was fun too yeah because i've had some people say you know oh i love playing the, the villain that's always so much fun and and uh it is too i like any kind of character that has some depth to it i mean if you got a backstory and you got a a point of view all right let's do it yeah and like you said uh, i i've i mean we've been doing this for 12 13 years now and uh we've had a lot of different people on and some actors like you say, look for a certain role. They're, they're, they just want to do certain things. Then there's other actors who, uh, for example, Eric Roberts, when he was on the show, he had said, I'm an actor. I, yeah. I, I act. I, I, you know, because I said, yeah. you know, he's been in a lot of things from, uh, you know, uh, big blockbuster movies to little parts in, oh, in movies. He and, was fabulous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and he says, well, I'm an actor. You know, I. I want to work. <laughs> so yeah. I don't have the luxury of choosing parts. I'm still a black woman in America and this is television. <laughs> so 
I don't delude myself. Oh, well, I'm going to be selective. Yeah. Mm. You give me a job, I'll do the best thing I can do. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's the way it should be. I mean, you know, you should, everybody yep. should enjoy what they're doing. If, you, if you're not enjoying it, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Find something else to do. Make a coat. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Well, the thing is, you can do a lot of things <laughs> if you, you don't want to. If you don't want to act, you can you can do anything. I mean, <laughs> yes, I have spent a lot of downtime as actors do, and I don't go crazy. Yeah. I go to my sewing machine. I go to my camera. I go around the world. I I don't sit still. Yeah, I have to create something, or my mind will explode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand what you're saying. So how are you and Tim making out during the, the whole lockdown type thing here? Oh, it's not so bad. He's got a small studio that he goes to every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're not like under each other's thumb here. <laughs> uh, we get to enjoy dinner together and, oh, good morning. Uh, yeah, okay, see you later. <laughs> so, <laughs> is, is, it's been a lot of fun, even. Yeah. Has it is it hard to work with your husband a lot? I did it for many, many years. I know, yeah. And I don't intend to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you decide. Okay, I, I, I think I'm reading between the lines here. <laughs> but no, I, um, you know, I'm sure you, you know, you've, like you say, you've done it a long time. and uh, yeah. yeah. He uh, needs to do what he wants to do. And he, I need to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. and we're happy supporting each other doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I would work with him if it came up, but it doesn't usually come up. Yeah, yeah. Well, Daphne, uh, I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and I'd like to finish up with two final questions. Okay. People tell me it's the toughest one I ask, but that's for you to decide. When you sit back and relax, and I know you said you turn around so you're not watching TV when you're sewing, <laughs> but when you do relax and watch TV, mm-hmm. what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Wow. Yeah, that is a tough one because we watch a lot of movies. <laughs> um, I binge on shows like the shows that have heart to me. This is Us and Council of Dads and things that bring people together to help solve problems. I like those shows. Mm-hmm. So you're not a Walking Dead fan, I take it. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever seen a Walking Dead show. <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars fan. Good. You see the movie? Okay, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just still don't understand them, but uh, I'm not going to go back and try to figure it out. <laughs> um, movies, movies, movies. Well, I was in Harriet, and that happens to be one of my favorite movies recently. Mm-hmm. And I just love Cynthia Erivo in anything that she does. So I look for movies that have, oh, we like movies that have, um, that are period pieces or costume dramas, as they used to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like, uh, oh, what, what just went off the air and was so weird it went off the air. But it, we watched it all the time. 
Oh, and the name of it is, you know, pardon my age, but I, I just forgot what the name of it is. Wonderful show about dragons and... Oh, uh, and Game of Thrones? Yes. Oh, loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So, so did a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings, you know. Yeah. Those are great shows. So that's what we binge on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I do HGTV a lot. Yeah, a lot of people do that. My wife does that too. She <laughs> she watches that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And my husband keeps saying, "You watch these shows so much. Why don't you buy a house and do one?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I have spent my life doing our houses. I don't need to buy another one and do it." <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, Daphne, once again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. And people should be watching out for the HBO Max special on the Fresh Prince Prince of Bel-Air. And also Mm -hmm. December 1st on BET, they can watch The Business of Christmas. And I'm sure you'll be popping up on all sorts of other things as time goes by. Whatever's up. (laughs) Have a wonderful week. Thank you. and have Have a great Thanksgiving. And you as well. And a big thank you going out to Daphne Maxwell-Reed for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Be sure to check out on HBO Max, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air special that's coming up around Thanksgiving. And also uh, the, the Business of Christmas, where she'll be in on BET, where that movie will be shown. And, of course, she'll always be Aunt Vivian to us all. And that's it, uh, Daphne Maxwell Reed. Want to thank you so much. Well, uh, as I was saying earlier, uh, we got a lot of changes coming here to On Screen and Beyond. Going to be making some uh, special things coming your way. I'll give you some more information on that as the weeks go by. And I uh, hope everybody is safe and uh, everybody's having a good time listening to On Screen and Beyond once again. And we've got another guest coming your way very shortly, so get ready for that. And uh, if you uh, want to check things out, you can go to onscreentobeyond.com. And uh, if you want to email me, you can email me at feedback at onscreentobeyond.com. Love hearing from you. And uh, that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 